Green Senator Adam Bant on the program. I want to talk to him about this IPCC report that shows possible loss of entire countries within the century. I mean, it's unbelievable. The news is bad. Global heating above 1.5 degrees Celsius will be catastrophic for Pacific Island nations and could lead to the loss of entire countries due to sea levels rising within the century, according to experts. Now, we've got a government here that's beholden to the fossil fuel industry. Never once have I suggested that we throw away fossil fuels tomorrow, but we need to make a transition. And those dinosaurs that are making the decisions need to get out of the way. They need to think about future generations of Australians for our kids and our kids' kids and our kids' 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 kids, if you know what I'm saying. So we leave something for them. You know, some of the people who are jumping up and down saying, oh, it's a hoax, it's BS and all the rest of it, they're dinosaurs. You know, they're looking after special interest groups, whether it's the fossil fuel industry or otherwise. They don't care. You think somebody like Alan Jones or whoever else is denying climate change cares? They don't care. They won't be here. It won't affect them. By the time the planet implodes, it won't affect them. Matt uh, Canavan, another bloke, probably won't affect him. But it'll affect my kids and my future generations. And I care about them. And I want us to do something rather than being piecemeal and obfuscating on a global scale when it comes to climate change. Enough is a bloody enough. There's There's far too much evidence now to suggest that we need to take action on climate change. We absolutely need to take it. And we needed to do it last year. Well, I beg your pardon, last, probably, last decade. But it's not too late. Adam Bank, good morning to you, mate. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for having me on. It's my pleasure. Tell me about this IPCC report and why it's so important and why our government needs to get its head out of the coal and start paying attention. Well, this is the latest report from the world's scientists and it is terrifying. It Distressingly, it tells us that the world is heating faster than even they expected and it has Australia on track for uh, worse supercharged fires and floods and droughts and a dead reef mm. and it suggests that the tipping points that we wanted to avoid in the Paris Agreement, the global agreement to stop climate change of one and a half degrees, that we could be there in the early 2030s, so really, really soon. And uh, in the early, when we get to one and a half degrees, if we get there, for example, extreme drought events become twice as likely to occur. So Australia has the most to lose from the climate crisis, but under this government, we're doing the least to stop it. Well, we're the canary in the coal mine. Really? Well, that's right. And you look at, um, the we know, uh, you look around the world now, Greece is uh, in Athens, they are on fire um, United States, parts of the United States are on fire as well. We've seen devastating floods happen across Europe. And here in Australia, we know from our own bitter experience what the climate crisis looks like. And, you know, Australia, yeah, has always been a land of droughts and flooding plains, uh, flooding yeah. rains, as the, uh, as the poem goes. So why the hell would you wish more of them on us? And, but that is what um, is being proposed by our government and indeed our Labor opposition who are, who are trying to get more gas and more coal out of the ground. At the same time, as the, the head of the UN is, has said, coal and gas, their day is over. We need to get on to renewables. We need to do it quickly. Otherwise, our kids and our grandkids are going to pay. 
How do you counter the argument, Adam, when people say, oh, well, you know, if we, if we stop digging our coal and we stop uh, using our fossil fuels and our natural resources, these minerals that we dig out of the ground, how do you counter the argument that it would be economic, economic suicide? In other words, if we stop... Um, and also the fact that, you know, it generates our power, etc. Nobody's suggesting we stop mining coal tomorrow, but we need to put in a plan of action that ensures that we do as soon as possible. Well, what happens to Australia's economy and our farmers when there's a drought? What happens to our economy and our people when there's a flood? What happens to the whole country when there's bushfires that devastate whole towns and that claim lives and livelihoods? The cost of the climate crisis, if that's your um, only narrow concern, is massive and it will devastate Australia. We will lose the ability to feed ourselves as big parts of our river systems dry up more often than they do now. That is what is at stake. So if yeah. you want to protect our economy and if you want to make sure that we can feed ourselves and look after ourselves and we're not going to every summer wor- worrying about how many people are going to die in the next heat wave or bushfire, then we've got to act. Now, we can act. The good news is we've got the technology and we've got it now. We do need a plan to get there in a way that looks after the workers and the communities in those coal areas because it's not their fault. It's not their fault that we know things now that we didn't know before when we first thought it was okay to dig up coal. So we've got to look after those communities as we transition. But it's actually going to be those communities uh, in some parts of uh, Queensland and New South Wales that when there's higher temperatures, uh, when the the rivers, uh, when the droughts start to hit more, they're the ones who are going to be the hardest hit. Why is it that the current decision makers in Australia, and I, I lump some Labor uh, Labor um, MPs in this basket as well, why is there why is there such a reluctance? Is it because we're so enamoured to the fossil fuel industry? Is it because of political donations, Adam? What is it? Well, the billionaires and the big coal and gas corporations. Uh, Many of them pay no tax. Uh, The big gas corporations, for example, bought in $55 billion a year in revenue and paid $0 tax. Like a nurse pays more tax than these big multinational gas corporations. But what they do do is they make donations to Liberal and Labor. And as a result, they get policies that are written in their interest. And that's held us back for a long time in taking action on climate The Greens, we don't take those donations and this next election is actually going to be really close. Uh, We've got the chance to kick Scott Morrison out, which I think, given his 2030 climate targets are a death sentence, we've got to do that. Put the Greens in balance of power. We don't take that dirty money and we'll push the next government to do what the science requires. All right, Adam, good to have you on the program. Let's talk further on this. Thank you very much. Thanks very much. My pleasure. There he is. The Greens leader, Adam Bant. Global heating above one and a half degrees Celsius will be catastrophic for Pacific Island nations and could lead to the loss of entire countries due to sea level rises within the century, according to this IPCC report. We need to pay attention to 